What's up, Charleston? This is the Healthy Charleston Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Eve Gigi, where we talk all things health-related. We're going to talk about all sorts of health information, as well as, hopefully, clear up all sorts of terrible health misinformation. What's up, Charleston? This is the Healthy Charleston Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Eve Gigi, where we talk all things health-related. We're going to talk about all sorts of health information, as well as clear up all sorts of terrible health misinformation. Today, we have Aaron Lingle from... Lingle Fitness. Lingle Fitness. And I don't know, I'm excited. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great. Definitely had a good little conversation beforehand, but I always want to start and kind of figure out a little bit more about you and like how you started your fitness journey, what brought you to where you are today. And then of course, like, what are you doing right now? Like, let's give people an idea of who you are first. Yeah. So you want to know my, my background first? Yes. Okay. Cool. Your life story. My From, life story. You, know, so you were born and then Back what? in the day. Um, <laughs> so uh, I was a runner growing up. Um forever and ever since like, I think I ran my first race when I was like 11 years old. Um, so as long distance runner, became a sprinter, high jumper, accidentally became a collegiate athlete. Um, was accidentally, not, how accidentally, accidentally become a collegiate athlete. I had no intentions. I'd never thought I was good enough to compete in college. And then my, uh, high school coach sent some video to a couple schools and then I was recruited as a high jumper. So, um, is that the one where you like jump and you go backwards Oh yeah, and like, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Okay. Um, so I ended up competing in college, and I started off as a math major and thought I was going to be like a math teacher because I really like all things math. Um, and I ended up like really like kind of having a moment where I was like, you know what? I love feeling healthy and feeling good. And like, what if I just switch my major to PE and like help kids? Because it was like looking at obesity up, like the obesity epidemic that is still going on um, so back teacher, in the day. PE teacher. PE teacher. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to switch majors. So I switched majors and I became a PE teacher and I kind of did that. But then I was always doing this personal training thing on the side, um, which is what I loved. Um, how'd you even get into that? Like my strength coach from college, um, hired me on as a trainer, like, as a 22, 23-year-old, uh, brought so me into his gym. Competing and training, or this is after, after Right after I graduated. Okay. Yep. Um, I had a year where I wasn't teaching. I was doing AmeriCorps, Athletes and Service Program, and then I was kind of, I was doing training on the side of that. Did my master's program, got into teaching, and I was like, my dad was like, you must have a pension in retirement, and I stayed in teaching. So you are a PE teacher at this point? No, I was a PE teacher. Yeah, 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 yeah. Back then, yeah. At this point in your life? At at this point in my life, I was a PE teacher, so I was like running around, tying shoes, wiping noses of kindergartners, and, and, uh, I loved it. Like, I just, I mean, I loved like getting kids moving and like teaching them like all, you know, basic fundamental movements um, and loved it. But I also loved training my clients in the evenings. You know, I was like doing it early morning, doing it in the evening. Did your and strength coach have an other business or was this in the college? No, he was a strength coach at the college and then um, had his own business. So he brought me in afterwards and, you know, home out there and learn the ropes of the training world. Mm -hmm. Um, and I loved it. And I kind of always got to this crossroads of, I have a lot of clients. Do I keep training or do I stay as a teacher? And it was like, always this like back and forth, back and forth decision. And I was like, 
this seems safer. So I just kept staying with teaching. Um, and then why, why did it seem safer? Just, it was like, you know, every two weeks you got paid and like, it just was like, I was like kind of working my way up and like creating programs in schools and my like, dad's loved it. Pension? Yes. My dad's like, you must have like a pension. So, he's not. So, uh, so I just kind of, I, I went back and forth and back and forth. And then I moved here about six and a half years ago with no job, which is also probably terrifying for my family. Mm -hmm. Um, and was like, okay, I'm going to be just kind of open to what I can kind of do. And then of course I end up back in education, but more in a leadership role. Um, and then I was doing training on the side. So I was coaching some classes downtown, um, at 6am, 7am. And I was like, God, I will like get up so early in the morning to go open a gym at five 30. But like, if you wanted me to go into a classroom at like that time, I'd be like, Ooh, I don't know. So it was kind of like, I was starting to feel like this is like a bigger pull for me. Right. Um, passion was starting to. Yeah. And like, and I love teaching and all that, but then all of a sudden I was like, okay, I really, um, had a moment of, we had, I had two significant deaths in my family and was dealing with a ton of grief and anxiety and just mm -hmm. like all that, that kind of goes along with that. And I was on the leadership team at the school and, um, I was stopped. I wasn't running. I wasn't like strength training. I wasn't taking care of like my whole, like my body soul was like a mess. Like I was like shambles. And you're still training at this point as in other people. No, no, no. You're just, just doing the just, school thing. Yeah. Okay. Just doing the school thing. And I was like, yeah. okay, wow. I like really need to like get my life together. So I hired a trainer, which was like, like, I was like, okay, I am a trainer, but I need a trainer. Like I literally was like, I need to just I'm paying you so I can show yeah. Like I'm going to show up and coach. train with you. You yeah. can be a great business person. So yeah. I a trainer. You still need somebody who's got a different point of view. Exactly. Accountable, whatever. Yeah. But at that point I was like, I just actually need you to make sure I just show up at the gym. Like, you know, There's so your, your accountability. Part yeah. Part. So found a trainer, found a therapist, like really kind of like honed in on what I was going to do. Hired a life coach. And I was like, okay, we are like, Let's get this figured out. And I was like, too. I hired a life coach too. And I, in addition to a therapist. So I was like hitting it from all angles. I love and that. I'm missing yourself. I'm, I'm a big fan. But I, yeah. So then I had this moment where I was like, I am, I know what I want to do. I want to be a trainer. Like, and I want to do it full time and I want to figure it out. And that's exactly what I did. So January of 20, 2017, mm -hmm. I was sitting and I was like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to figure it out. Um, and by that June, I was training. So, um, I really just, um, I like, it was such the right decision. Like never would take back any of the years that I spent in education, but like training and working for myself is like work in like serving the clients that I do is the most amazing thing. Like I never dread a day with, or a moment in my day. It's just like, yeah, amazing. I love so, yeah. what you said where, you will show up at the gym at five 30, like without a problem. But if it's for something that you may not be as motivated by, yeah. you still love it. But like, um, I'm such a big fan of like, you know, people always wonder why they don't have enough energy and like, why can I just like get up out of bed in the morning? And like, yeah. sometimes it's just as simple as like, you're just not doing the right thing. You're not putting, you're not following whatever passion you have. Cause then yeah. it's so easy, right? It's yeah. like, I'll do, I will get up any time of day and stay as late as possible. Yeah. Um, 
to see my clients as far as physical therapy, right? right like right. I will do whatever, and I've done it. Yeah, you know, it's like four in the morning, sure, we'll see, yeah. we'll see each other. Even now, when <laughs> yeah. I don't necessarily need that many clients, I'll do the same thing just because, like, it just it's easy. It's like there's yeah. no, it's not a question. Usually, it's not now a question of energy and do I have enough time to do it or whatever. No, it is mainly do I have enough time. Yeah. Right. Like, do okay, I have I actually the space in my day to like put yeah. you into my day? And also, yeah. I get to train, and also I get to do this stuff too. But right. Like, you know, right. It's, it's such a cool thing to think about. Like, where does you know, people are like, well, how do you do so much? I'm like, I don't know. I wish I could do more. There's, I'm limited by how many waking hours I have in the day. <laughs> exactly. Like, I've got plenty of energy at this point. They just, like, where does that energy come from? Right. Um, and you can tell for yourself that you found out what gives you a ton of energy. And it's like, at that point, it's an unlimited bank. Right. You know? Right, right. Yeah. You know, yeah. it becomes like a positive. I always talk about the flywheel, positive flywheel. Like you got something that creates a lot of energy and you do more stuff and then you train more and gives you more energy as opposed to maybe a negative spiral where before you weren't training, weren't eating as healthy, dealing right. with grief and anxiety, and increases your anxiety even more, eat even more. Like right, so then you're in this vicious cycle, and you're yeah. like, okay, I have to like hit pause. How do I get myself out yeah. of that situation? Yeah. And I've yeah. noticed too with interviewing a lot of uh, fitness and health professionals, almost everybody, not almost everybody, but I feel a significant amount we're going to be some sort of teacher, mm-hmm. which I think is interesting. Like you're essentially yeah. still a teacher. You're st- you just like absolutely. You're teaching. It's, it's a classroom of one, or I mean, sometimes <laughs> in group classes, maybe right. more. Like there, but you're teaching movement, right? You know, yeah. No, no, it's like less shoe tying and more <laughs> sweating. What is your what is your squat form look like? <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. There's still some shoe tying here and there. You know, I'm not shoe tying. Please yeah. pause, tie your shoe. Yeah. We'll call it the, the <laughs> metaphorical shoe tying. Yes. You know, yes. there's going to be a yeah. lot of, I mean, we deal with that too. Like, oh, yeah. should I be doing this? Like, yes, just go do it. You know, yes. shoe tying moment. I'm sure there's a lot of people. I know, like that. Should I eat a, you know, should I go eat a bunch of burgers and drink a bunch of beer? Is that going to be good for my fitness? You can like, <laughs> like, you um, know that answer. You, you know, know that answer. Yeah. yeah. You can tie your own shoe. <laughs> It'll be okay. I might steal that from you. <laughs> There's sometimes little nuggets come out of here. Oh, that's great. I yeah. love it. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, the accountability is huge too, right? Well, let's be honest. Not everybody goes up and says, I want to go to the gym today. Right. Right. There's certain people I'm sure. Absolutely. That's where that power came from for you. And I'm sure now you provide that to a lot of your clients. Yeah, for sure. sure. And I think, yeah, I mean, there's definitely people that are like, I want to be able to do this on my own. Teach me like what I need to be doing. And then there's the bulk of people that are like, I don't actually want to be doing this mm-hmm. and I would rather like go to you and you just figure it out and I'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like right. I will be there from nine to 10 and you tell me what to do for that hour and I don't have to worry about it again. Yeah. And then it's like, if I'm standing there, they know I'm standing there waiting for them. Yeah. They're going to, they're going to be there. So yeah. Makes, yeah. Yeah. No, it's super interesting. I mean, having that accountability is huge. And I think for a lot of people, I don't know if they're just not talking about investing in yourself and life coaches and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I wonder what's stopping them. Like they know they're not going to do it on their own. Mm -hmm. They've probably tried five or six times. Yeah. And then, you know, they're unwilling to maybe pay for that. We deal with this too, because we're, it's like a cash-based physical therapy clinic. Right, right. Provides kind of a different service. And they're like, oh no, it's like too expensive. It's like, well, you know, we talk about is, well, you ready to invest in your health? Yes or no. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and it's probably the same thing. I wonder what holds most people back from saying, all right, I'm going to pay the money. They understand that the outcome they're going to get. I mean, there's yeah. probably so many layers to what I just said, but there, I think there are, know, I know I was like, mm. yeah, I think some, I think for some, it's definitely a financial thing, but I think once 
you get to a point where you're like, okay, I like need help. Like to me, like I was like, I'm hiring a trainer. Like it's going to cost money. I know that. And then I was like, I'm also going to hire a life coach that is not covered by insurance. Like I, but it was an, I knew I had hit a moment where I like knew I needed to invest in myself. And it was Mm -hmm. so important to me. And it was like, it gave me my life back. Like I think about it, like not maybe every day, but I'm like, those moments were like, helped me get my life back. And it was like, yes, I had a trainer and yes, I had a life coach, but like, I was also making all those other decisions behind the scenes, Mm -hmm. you know, when I wasn't with those people. Um, and I think that, I don't know, like, I mean, it's the first, I think it could be fear too. It's like to admit that you need help in any capacity is hard for people because it like you're identifying a weakness and people don't want to look like they're not strong. Yeah. Right. I mean, no, I get that. I'm not like that. I show weakness all the time. Got plenty of those. (laughs) Right. But I mean, I think for a lot of people, it's hard to say like, Hey, like, you know, I'm out of shape. I'm like, I have high blood pressure. I'm dealing with anxiety. I don't want to step foot in the gym, mm-hmm. but I need to like, yeah. how do you get from like there to there, which yeah. feels so far. And then I think like when people finally get in the door, they're like, Oh, okay. Like it's not that as bad as I thought it was going to be. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're going to basically have to change every- You're going from ground zero. Basically everything's going to change. I'm sure that's scary as well as well as you're probably yeah. looking at this giant mountain like oh i see all these other people being super fit yeah um you know we always talk about these small little mm-hmm. just okay just go walk for 20 minutes you know what i mean like you can yeah. do that but again in talking about what we're focusing on is like sometimes people literally won't do that pull away like go to starbucks yeah don't go to starbucks yeah and put that money into you know yeah. investing in a we'll call it a health coach we'll call it a trainer We'll call it whatever. Somebody who's going to make you move every day. Right. So you can turn your life around, as you said. Yeah. 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 So tell me a little bit more about you and your like training philosophy. Like what kind of stuff, what kind of stuff are you doing? I know you're training people, but like, like what's, what's going on there? (laughs) What's going on there? Oh, that's like a loaded question. Yeah. Um, do you mean like what does my training look like? Yeah, sure. Let's okay, start cool. There. You so, know, like someone go, comes and sees you, like, you know, are they all like doing gymnastics and handstands? Are oh they running God. twenty miles? No. Are they are they all high jumping? Maybe like oh, that could be fun. Yeah, I'd go to that class. If I ever wanted to induce, I want to learn how to Most high of jump. my clients would be like, "We're gonna high jump today." That looks be so like, athletic. Kind of break my back. High jump. Literally looks like one of the most athletic things ever. But yeah, go ahead. Sorry, <laughs> tangents all around. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the way they discovered that I was a high jumper was like, they're like, you dance and you run. And I was like, mm, I don't know if those are going to go together. Right. And then they did. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so I think that I try to, with my clients, I have a lot of clients that are coming in from ground zero, right? Like, so they have either let their fitness go to the side because they were running a company or starting a business or and also raising children mm-hmm. in some sort of capacity like that. And they're like, now I need help. So a lot of it's getting back to like a whole bunch of like basic movement. Like what does our form look like? Are we stretching? Like getting them warmed up and like, um, I've been using a lot of original strength, like their resets as warm ups. So going through that with them and getting them comfortable. A lot of times I'm like, do this at home, warm up. Give me like an that example sort of, thing. of that. Um, so like doing some like, like rocking movements, head nods, like such basic, like flow movements that 
people aren't doing. Like we sit all day, you know, and they're like, my shoulders hurt. Yeah. And I'm like thinking about the way I'm sitting right now. Yeah. Of course they do. Cause you're like forward all day and like getting them to open their body back up and get some movement back in their day before we jump into like circuit workouts and that yeah. sort of thing. I've so. noticed that too. I think it's such a good point. Like literally nod your head through the full range of rotate, yes, like rotate. And they're like right. that everything hurts. I'm like, yeah, because you haven't moved, like you haven't moved your neck <laughs> Yeah, <you laughs> in don't maybe move hours your neck, neck and you're in this posture all day Yeah, for 10 years, 20 years, whatever that accumulation Right. What's killing you. Let's just move your body in completely different ways. Like, yeah. That seems really simple and tangible. Yeah. I think that's a great way to start. Yeah. So, and then it just depends on, I really try to tailor it to like what the person needs, but and how often they're working out with me too. So, but I do a lot of like circuit workouts and try to like get sneak in the cardio so that you're not like 30 minutes on a treadmill you yeah. know, and getting in it in, in a different way. Well, to pay somebody to watch someone 30 minutes. No. Oh, God, no. Yeah. 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 So, um, and then making sure that people are taking care of their bodies after they are done, you know? And, um, what does that mean for you? You know, going through some foam rolling, going through some stretching, like just double checking that they like are still moving. And then when they leave, I'm I'm probably checking in in some way, shape or form. Um, I love to make sure that they're still moving and they haven't gone, you know, if they train with me in the morning, they haven't gone and sat all day and not moved their body. Right. Right. Like you can't even just one hour a day. Yeah. Of working out consistently. Let's say it's, let's say it's six days a week yeah. is not going to counteract this eight hours of, a, yeah. of being at a desk on the couch. And, you know, I think that's super important. I think it's cool that you check in. Yeah. How often do you check in with everybody? Like once a week, twice a week? I mean, it depends, it, I'm sure. It kind of depends. Like yeah. if someone comes in and I'm thinking of like a client I had this morning and it's like, you know, I know this person is going to go and sit at their desk and, and work all day. And I'm going to be like, are you you know, like here's a text, like when was the last time you moved, you know, that's so what like, the text will say. When's the last time you moved? Yeah. Like just super blunt like that. Yeah. Like, or, you know, I might can be see like you meme. on your chair. <laughs> move. You didn't you know, know that I like shirt. put a tracker on you. <laughs> Dude, we're not Slipped far, we're not far from that. Let's right. Honest. No, I know it's yeah. scary, it's really but like, or maybe it's a meme, you know, of something yeah. like, have you moved, you yeah. know, um, like a lazy cat. Yeah, laying in front of a fireplace or something, but um, an awesome picture. Yeah, just yeah. something to remember. Like, okay, you have to take care of your body. Like, we can't solve all of those problems in one hour. Um, and you give them stuff to do at home, like you said, some of like the, yeah. the resets or whatever. Yeah, so they can make sure and get some sort of supplemental movement. Exactly. Not just okay. I'm just training an hour a day, and right, just gonna fix everything. Right, and then double checking. They're like, that really hurts. I'm like, did you? Do any of that at home? No. Okay. But yeah, I remember. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay, I know. <laughs> I was That's like, awesome. where's your foam roller? Is yeah. it like hidden behind the TV? Yeah. Yeah. And so. are you, yeah, are you actually? Have you that? used it? Do you know where it is? Like, well, let's start there. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I think that's cool. <laughs> I mean, that's, and I'm sure they appreciate that too. I'm sure, like, no one, yeah, no one's blocked my phone number yet right. or anything. So, yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, People love accountability. Like you said, it worked for you and you're just going to provide that on a regular basis. Sure. Can you do that to everybody? That's, I mean, I'm sure it's a lot of people. You it's have to not, like live I mean, in I feel like, and I feel like it's not everyone every day. You yeah. know what I mean? But it's like people that I know, or if I know that they're like, something is going on and they need just a check in for mm-hmm. some sort of reason. It's in there, but it's not everyone every day. That'd okay. be a lot. Yeah. Yeah. How do you keep track of that? That sounds like just <laughs> crazy. What about, um, what about training for yourself? Are you still doing high jump stuff? Are you still dancing? Oh, what do you, no. you know, what's, no. uh, what's going on there? Oh, that's, uh, so no dancing, no high jumping. God, I probably haven't high jumped in like, mm. I just turned 40. Yeah. So it's been a minute. 
like a long minute. Yeah. Um, so now what I'm doing is I actually have been training, uh, twice a week. I train with two different trainers. Uh, one is a trainer at our gym who's amazing. And, um, and then I also like head out of our gym and I go to another trainer. Um, and just not you hired a trainer great. yourself. Mm-hmm. I hired a trainer myself. So, um, drink your own Kool-Aid. It's like I know. And it's like, and I feel like it makes me serve my clients better because I'm like learning things that I'm not great at. Like kettlebell swings are not my favorite thing to do. Yeah. I'm not super great at them. So I'm working on those. Um, I've also been really working on pull-ups this year. Not also super strong at that, yeah. but so it's been like fun to like explore different things that I haven't done a ton of and then your Um, clients get that stuff and then they get that stuff too which is either a blessing or a curse depending on what it is but um I started this year with a hip surgery so oh no um I'm no longer a runner either uh which is choice or out of necessity (laughs) yeah kind of both yeah like at first it was necessity but now I'm like this is okay like because I'm not in pain all the time (laughs) so but my hip healed really well and I and then I was like, I had this moment where I was like, what am I going to do now? Like, it's weird when you go from running for your whole life to not running. Now I am, um, I started boxing in May, end of May, beginning mm-hmm. of June, something like that. And I box like twice a week. We have a coach at um, our gym and it has been amazing. It has given me like a release of like emotional and like mental energy that I didn't know I needed to do, which has been interesting. Um, yeah, you got a lot of energy. You got to get that stuff out. Yeah. And like not running 10 miles, you know, a couple times a week is, yeah, which is therapeutic. Don't get me wrong. Which is, but it's different than hitting something. Yes. I didn't know how much I needed to hit something. (laughs) And I was like, I never walked around like being like, I want to hit that person. Mm -hmm. I still don't, but it is like a different energy. And it is like a workout like I've never had in my life. Yeah. I was like, I've run a whole bunch of half marathons. And I was like, those seem like a cakewalk. Compared right. to an hour of boxing. I couldn't imagine. I mean, I just did a little bag work for like a minute. I'm like, all right, that's the hardest thing. We yeah. Done in a while. And we warm up with jumping rope for 15 minutes, which, which humbles where you are cardiovascularly. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it is, it's a humbling moment. So, um, so that has been amazing. That's like my big thing right now, I guess. Yeah. Two trainers. And no big deal. That's not a small just a couple of, yeah. <laughs> Just a couple of boxing sessions a week. Yeah. No, but, that's awesome. And I think listen to my body. Like there's days where I just like roll around on the floor and stretch and move my body and like, you know, and that feels good too. Yeah. Do you I just, don't have to be as intense. Right. Yeah. Then you can kind of take it easy a little bit. And yeah. like you said, listen to your body. That's something a lot of, you know, some of our audience likes to work out quite a bit. So it's yeah. like, you know, sometimes <laughs> you work, you can work out too much. Like it's totally a thing. Yeah. You know, and that sure. can beat up your body as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't played soccer in like two years and I played a co-ed soccer game. Speaking of going back to some, you know, that's what I used to do. Going back to your roots. Oh man. And like, yeah, beat my body up. I am sore (laughs) today. It was like 12 hours was like, you know, it's bad when you got sore almost immediately 12 hours and then worse 24 hours afterwards. And then when you're like, I'm already sore. What is tomorrow going to feel like? Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Just, I mean, doing a sport is definitely different than, you know, working out as far as how, you know, so I will spend all week recovering, which is tough. I'd rather like play I, again or was that like a one and done? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, this was, uh, luckily it was the semifinals. So it was like, oh, you know, okay. we're, we're done. I mean, I could okay. choose to play more, but I kind of decided, I think that my energy is more well spent just lifting and controlling my environment a little bit better. Yeah. Um, 
my knees will appreciate it. I thought that I'll give it up forever, but maybe just choose a different sport. I played soccer my whole life. Right. My wife pick up, um, picked up pickleball. <gasps> you heard of pickleball? Yes. When I was a student teacher, I had to teach pickleball, yeah. which I was like, what is If this you don't thing? know about pickleball, it's... by the way, Google it and check it out. Go. They do it on Daniel Island. They also do it in the mall in West what? Ashley. I swear. Inside oh the mall. Gosh. Literally inside the mall. <gasps> There's like That's... a basketball court now. It's like a pickleball court, but it's like the fastest growing sport in America. It's pretty fun. It's kind of like badminton meets tennis. Yeah. Meets my pong. friend, my friend's parents retired, moved to Florida, and they are like pickleball like right pickleball champions fanatics yeah. yes i think they won something yeah i'm gonna make sure she listens to this yeah pickleball is where it's at yeah maybe another 10 years will be a pickleballer is that what they call themselves i don't know they're going to know because <laughs> i love that pickleballers well, that's awesome <laughs> so are you doing more one-on-one stuff do you do group classes or? uh i don't do okay. group classes um i do mostly Which, one-on-one yep. i have a couple cup like uh husband and wife team that I train and then a two sisters that I train, okay. which is super fun. Um, but everyone else is one-on-one. Yeah. Yeah. What's the, uh, like, I love that you said you get a lot of people ground zero. Like how mm. do people usually reach you? How do they find you? Is it more like word of mouth? Is it like, you know, like you just happen to be the, like, I just started like business and two town. years later. Yeah. <laughs> like, Oh yeah. Call Aaron. Cause you know, yeah. Well, right with think, ground zero. Um, it's a good question. It's a little bit of a mix. Some of the people have are people that I used to work with. They're like, we're coming to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was kind of word of mouth. And then I ran into like Google searches have like, yeah. You know, how did you find me? Like Google, I was like, how many pages deep was that? Like, did you just keep searching? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's been a little mix, a little bit of like people are cold calling and then a lot of word of mouth. Yeah. Which is interesting. And the amount of time I spent on Instagram, you'd think there'd be more there, but that's not. Hey, we do a lot. It's, some it's just a brand awareness that kind of comes all right. together, right? Right. So somebody starts with you and they're getting some of the, we kind of stopped there, right? They get yeah. the accountability. They get the initial, you know, what are usually those first like four, six, eight weeks look like? Cause we don't get a lot of ground zero people. I'm just fascinated by that transition and how people make it. You know what I mean? Like, what are some yeah. things you've seen that like helped people besides obviously hiring a coach and getting with a personal trainer, you know, yeah. mm. you know, we've kind of talked about movement on a weekly basis was really important. I think right? I kind of want to give you like a one example. Yeah. Of please. Like one guy. Yeah. Cause otherwise my, um, I'll end up telling you 35 stories. Yeah. Keep it together. So, um, I had a, a friend of mine, um, come to me in March and, he, I hadn't seen him in a while and he had been dealing with like a whole bunch of issues, like just like weight gain and because of being sedentary, because of working all the time, um, diet, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, um, was dealing with like torn meniscus, like an old Achilles injury, like stuff could barely get down the stairs. Like gave me an example of like, I wear knee braces and I like, like two, like two feet for one stair. Two feet for one stair. How using the round 53 okay. for another week. So I was like, all right. So I was like, okay, we're going to like, we're just going to start over. Um, we're just going to start with the basics. And it was like, let's just get you to step up, step down. And we started, I mean, bare bones, like hardly any weight, a lot of body weight work. And we just started to see improvements and see improvements and see improvements as we went on. And then like all of a sudden, 
we were lunging and I was like, like I like almost fell over. Yeah. I was like, okay. This you is blinked happening. and he was like, lunging. I was just like, okay. I mean, and it took time. And I think that for him, and this goes across the board, he is completely dedicated and um and fights through tough stuff, you know, and not like I'm not, not saying that he's pushing himself to the point where it's like he's gonna injure himself, but he is like, okay like, and trust me. And like, he's like, I know that like your progression is going to get me to where I want to be. And then he has sent me videos in the past couple of months. We're still training together, but like he went to Europe and, um, his, the apartment or wherever like room that he was staying in was like up all these like twisty flights of stairs. And he videoed like basically almost jogging up these stairs. I was like, um, it was just like, so it's a, it's an, it's a journey and an adventure and it's, you have to pay attention to what your client can do. And if they're having a really bad day, like scaling back and like, that's not the day you like push really hard sometimes. That's not the like, day you like, start lunges. Yeah. That's not the day you, like <laughs> they come in and they're like not feeling well. Like, and I think so being aware of like what your client needs and just like scaling, you know, just yeah. scaling as you need to. And then like but also being able to like, we can go backwards if we need to, too, yep. for a particular day or a particular week or whatever and listening. So um, I don't know if that like exactly answers the progression, but I think it's just like, it's an adventure. And it's like, when you sign up, like it's, it's not a straight line, you know, like nothing is a straight line. Right. Yeah. There's um, two things that I want to focus on that you said. And yeah. So the first one is, so he has meniscus issue. Mm-hmm. It's an Achilles issue. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, one is the fact that he needed, I'm assuming, did he need any kind of medical intervention during this process? I don't he, want to had, uh, he had an Achilles repair. I'm saying while he was with Oh, while he was with me? Did you, were you able to get him from there to there without anybody mm-hmm. else's help? Okay. So yeah. I love that, right? So yeah. obviously I'm a physical therapist. Instantly, probably PT who's listening, why didn't you go to PT? And I was like, well, yeah, he doesn't necessarily need to come to PT, right? Yeah. And two, that that was a struggle and probably painful and probably had to go through the things, but like your body and it's all about what I focus on and how strong, resilient, adaptable your body is like, it's going to just adapt on its own. Right. Like there's nothing Mm -hmm. seriously wrong with him. He had those issues. They just creeped up because he was sedentary. You reverse that sedentary behavior. And guess what? The pain goes away. Yeah. Right. There's nothing structurally wrong with his knee. There's no surgery needed. There's no pharmaceutical invention needed for this one person. Yeah. People always, try to blast me like yeah, oh, yeah. nobody needs surgery like no this is just one example yeah but it's such a good example right like yeah. hey you are super qualified to get him yep. from point a to point b without anybody else not an ortho not a pt not a Cairo, yeah. and get him the outcome he deserved and he was also strong enough and adaptable enough to get there to the other side without yeah. anything else besides he just moves his body why is it not like that simple with everybody like let's yeah. You know, come, I want to see you actually after you work with a trainer for a month or two. If you get stuck with the trainer, sure, I can maybe help optimize, come see you, help you some pain relief, you know, work with you to do stuff. But like, it's not that hard. Like, I mean, it is hard. It is hard. But it's not that complicated. Right. Should I be? It's simple. Like, it's hard to do. What is it? There's some adage, right? Like, um, uh, simple to do, hard to accomplish. It's it's not that's that, but you know what I mean. That's something like that's that. That's my it, new it one. Could be that now. Yeah. Quote yeah. That. So yeah. Shoelaces. <laughs> whatever that. Last right. One. It's not a straight path. It's going to be extremely difficult. It's going to be painful. It's going to suck. But if you do it, you're going to go from literally wearing knee braces 
barely walking up the stairs to going to Europe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if everybody's going to go to Europe, but you know, it could be a goal. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I would like to go to Europe. Yeah. Right. And go up, jog up twisty stairs at age 53. Because he, he third thing is that the fact that he made a change at 53, where a lot of people were like, eh, just throw on the top. I'm in, yeah. yeah <laughs> no, I'm getting older. I can't really, you know, change this. Yeah. Like, no, you can invest in a trainer and invest in yourself and then make that transition at almost literally any age. Yeah. Right? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So far, right? So far. <laughs> right? He turns 54 next week, so we'll right. see. I'll let you know if he like, just right. quits. Yeah. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good story. I love it. Uh, let's do a little bit of Spitfire because we're always time is always short on these things okay let's go who's ready for two hour podcasts just kidding <gasps> oh just lord kidding. Yeah. part two okay <laughs> what are you best at mm. uh, organizing organizing like and yeah organizing and planning okay so that's how you know, like when to text everybody and like who needs yeah. more. Like, is yeah. that organized or you got that just so organized? No, that's, in your brain? that's probably not organized. Okay. But everything else is, you got the bandwidth to probably do that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. We're very similar. I organize a lot of things. People get mad at me. Oh, I saw your thing. I screenshot it yesterday. Your um, the block time cycle? blocking. I was like, oh, I'm going to steal this. Oh, man. Time blocking has saved my life. You should, oh, it's scary. I asked somebody asked me for my schedule, like, are you sure? One paragraph later. <laughs> it's like, I might have every minute of every day from when I wake up to when I go to bed, pretty much scheduled, literally to the point of like when I'm supposed to do nothing and I have to. Like That is, yeah. Oh, I saw all that. Yeah. That's a, yeah. yeah. I screenshot it so I could zoom in because I couldn't yeah. I'm happy to share that with you anytime. Anybody Perfect. else who wants it, feel free to contact me. I'll share you my block schedule. It's what I give to all the other offices. So it's like amazing. Meg is one of our offices and we have um, in the box, that's Mesa's one of our offices and we have oh, a new yeah. one. Um, Tracy who's coming on and they all get that block schedule and it's like, you're, you're doing this, man. Like it's amazing. You know? Yeah. Everyone should do it. <laughs> what do you suck at? Oh, I suck at this because my friend told me that and I know I suck at it, but she called me out. I <laughs> suck at taking a compliment, like accepting a compliment. Yeah. I suck at it to a point where I might actually make the other person feel bad about giving me the compliment. It's bad. Yeah. You like took bad. the compliment well when I said you're very qualified for that. You took that gracefully. So I just couldn't say that you I, were, you're improving. Oh, it's a work in progress. Yeah. But currently I still, I'm aware that I suck yeah. at it now. It's funny. I like these two questions because usually somebody can instantly answer one of them and one of them will make them go, uh, yeah. like, what are you best at? And you kind of like, you know, you knew it pretty quickly, but I could tell when you said a struggle, I was like, oh, I got that right now. You know what I mean? Like everyone <laughs> like. They really think about one. one or the other, yeah. you know, like they're, they focus, not necessarily that's good or bad, but no, there's really bad reasons to either ones, but usually one, they kind of like are taken aback and one, they're like, Oh, I know that right away. Yeah. But it's really my organizing one is like almost to a fault. Sure. And the last two weeks have not been super organized. So I was like, everything's a double-edged like sword. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But being like self-awareness. Oh man. It's, I'm going down that rabbit hole right now of like reading a book called ego is the enemy. Did you see that quote that I posted? Yes, oh, I man. did. And someone else I know is reading that. And I can't remember who. Because I was like, oh, those two people should yeah. talk to each other. Yeah. No, I can't remember who it is. Yeah. Later. You can I'll let you know. You have to <laughs> talk to them. But yeah. I mean, it just talks about how like, you know, being self-aware and like your ego getting the way of like everything. And, yes. Like, how that can really change my Yeah. That's another. Yeah. That's a whole other podcast. It's a, yeah. no, it's a rabbit hole. That's anymore. deep. Yeah. Let me get through it first. <laughs> it's endless. What is the number one thing the public should do to maintain 
their health and fitness? You're only allowed oh. to pick one. It's my my new favorite question. I don't. It may not have been some of the older ones no, that you listen to. Not and me being organized, I like kind of knew what was coming. But <laughs> prepared. Ugh. Okay. Repeat the question. Audible. Number one thing the public should do to maintain or maybe get started for you know to maintain their health and fitness. Like I usually say, it's something like like square zero, right? Or I'm not saying square zero, but like. What's the number one thing people should be focusing on, right? I mean, it could be like mindset. It could be movement. It could be happiness. I got it. Could it. Be... Oh, I got it. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say. She's pumped. There's a lot of movement happening. Now. No, I know. <laughs> I'm kind of glad this is a podcast and not like live video. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to say this. I want to say that people just commit. I'm not even going to say 30 minutes because that's like, I feel like. I just want to say 10 minutes to something. Like to some, like maybe it's they need to shut down their phone or they need to meditate or they just need to move their body or they need to get off their desk. I'm not even saying like go hire a trainer. I'm like just saying, just take 10 minutes every single day and be like, what does my body need right now? And if anyone read my newsletter yesterday, I said five, but now I'm not putting the challenge to 10. Yeah. Like just like, bro, you should be able to like, yeah, 10 minutes. You can find 10 minutes to yourself. I love it. In a bathroom and do it. You can lunge in a bathroom. Mostly. Yeah. Even I'll go even broader. I'm sorry. I tend to do this, but no, do it. Committing 10 minutes Mm -hmm. of doing something that's like involuntary. Like if you just literally just commit to anything, it could be anything like read a book for 10 minutes, uh, stare at the sky for 10 minutes, like just meditate for 10 minutes, just move for like probably just that commitment alone. Again, that's like a little thing of mess. That's like, minimal viable dosage i'm really fascinated by that what's the minimum amount people can do to get a response that's a great minimal viable dosage right mm-hmm. like if i just did that you would learn like oh my god if i just dedicate 10 minutes to myself in some sort of self-improvement and take some time away not working not like you know leisure whatever yeah. like something that i know is good for me that's i feel like that could be a huge linchpin to now adding 20 minutes You're like oh minutes. yeah oh this is i feel great I yeah, mean, doing anything great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Write a book, like yeah. whatever. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, it could be anything. Yeah, that's a good one. That's, that's thanks. That's solid. All right, fun ones. These fun may, ones. may or may not have changed. I'm not sure. Okay. What is your walkout song? You got this one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. This was hard for me to pick. Mm-hmm. I like really spent some time on this. Okay. Like, well, I'm glad I still asked it. Like, <laughs> you would have been pissed no. I would have cried. I'm gonna like, and I'm gonna still answer this one. Yeah. So. Huge talking heads, David Byrne fan. And I was like, I had it took me a minute to really decide. But I'm gonna say Burning Down the House by the Talking Heads. That's a great song. That's a walk. Yeah. Which I actually walked into my surprise party on Friday listening to that. You had a surprise party? This is for my birthday. When's your birthday? Last Sunday. Happy late birthday. Thank you. But who knew? Anyway. December birthdays. My daughter's birthday, my wife's birthday. I know. It's December. There's a yeah. I feel like we have someone's birthday every day. It's a great month. It's a great month. <laughs> what is your favorite cartoon? Like as a kid or now? You know, so it's both. I'm know? gonna say both. Smurfs as a kid. Smurfs. Regular show now. The what? The regular show. What's Did the you regular? not watch this? No. I don't know how I found it. It was on Netflix, I think, for a hot minute. It's like. 
the two main, main characters, it's Mordecai, who is a blue jay, and Rigby, who is a raccoon. I cannot even believe I'm saying this on a podcast. And they work, like, landscaping for, like, a park. Um, I cannot get in any of their characters. You should just the find it. You can find it on YouTube. They're landscapers? Yeah, they're kind of, but they're not. And they, like, play video yeah. games. It is. It's And it's a show that people watch. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it a comedy or? Oh, it's hilarious. Okay. I'm going to actually give that a shot. Why is it? Yeah, you got to. It's worth it. Yeah. I'm Regular yeah. show. It's on Netflix now? No, I don't think so. Unless they put it back on. I'll send you a YouTube blank on me. Okay. Of my favorite one. Here's a random question. We have, um, we're rolling through these faster. Yeah. Why do you like the Smurfs? I don't. You know, like, I'm trying to think of reasons I like I don't Smurfs. know. I re- Here's the thing. One of my favorite outfits as a kid, I had this. To Smurf turtleneck. It was white with the Smurfs all on it, and I wore and a Smurf one on it. Like all the Smurfs were on it, like oh. little tiny, like it was like polka dots. There was all the Smurfs. White turtleneck. White turtleneck. Ain't nobody know what a turtleneck is anymore. <laughs> no, no. I need to like put that in like the show length. Thirty-five. Yeah. <laughs> with like Oshkosh bagash yeah. overalls. Yes. That was like my outfit, but I just love the Smurfs. I don't even Can know. Can you find like, me a picture of that? Because I'm going to use that as the face oh, of this podcast when people look. And My mom has been hunting for that photo. I know exactly what it looks like. Yeah. Owen Mills in the corner. Yeah. I'll find it. Mm-hmm. Gosh, gosh, I got gosh. you. Yes. But I don't even know. I just remember always watching it on Saturdays and they just seemed happy and they were yeah, small I just, and like lived in little honestly, mushrooms. I was going to say, they were all just like super happy. It just felt even like Even the happy. grumpy guy was happy. Like uh, was there a grumpy one? Was name grumpy? I don't know. I don't remember now. There was an angry one. Yes, sure. there was. He was like sad all the time. Yeah. He had like the muscular one, remember, with his little tiny heart tattoo. Oh, God. Yeah. Smurfette, Grandpa Smurf. Grandpa Smurf was great. He just seemed really nice. Brainy Smurf. He was like so cool. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Super smart. Super smart. Brainy Smurf. Yep. It's, Makes sense. <laughs> we're so, we're so they didn't go too deep podcast. on that. Yeah. <laughs> Went real deep on that one. What? If you weren't a fitness professional, mm-hmm. what would you be? Oh, right now, yeah, you could not keep refining this question. Like, okay, literally, to, like you could not do it anymore. You I couldn't. Choose, you had to choose another career. Where where do you go? It could not be in fitness, though. No, you can't. Can't train people. I couldn't train people. Right. My like ultimate goal in life, like this is like like telling. Yeah. Like I really wanted to be like Richard Simmons style, like fitness instructor, like sweatman. Remind me to send shorts. you a text of the best Richard Simmons gif ever but go ahead I'm okay sorry. so i think like if i couldn't like lead it i would want to be like in the background in the choir i think it's one of the least free three when he has a choir like just singing and watching the people dance i can't it's like my jam i would do the vhs tape if you had it like right now anyway that's what i would do i think a richard simmons resurgence led by aaron lingle would do really well that might just go viral right there richard simmons is like the best friend of a friend of a friend anyway yeah just your own version. Like you become the Richard Simmons. Oh, you want me to? Like you oh, wow. That's Richard a challenge. Simmons. Yeah. That's a whole different. I'd have to like rebrand, I think. You ever heard of the um, show Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yes. Did you see the one with Richard Simmons on it? No. Okay. If, you, um, if anybody's listening, Richard Simmons, Whose Line It Is Anyway, the funniest <laughs> thing you have ever seen. Oh I'm not God. kidding in your life. I'm laughing out loud for solid two minutes straight. Oh my gosh. So okay. they're like, just picture like they use human props. And they have to act out certain things. And Richard right. Simmons comes in acting as the prop and with the other. Oh, I'm 
I'm oh, it's you. that's genius. Be prepared. Be prepared. Okay. I hope people have a notebook that are listening to this. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. We'll, we'll try to put things. in the show notes. Hopefully I remember all this. That's the hard My show notes are definitely lacking. What's the last TV show you watched? Ooh. The last TV show I watched. I'm going to give you two because we hardly ever watch TV. Seinfeld, we've been watching reruns on DVD. Yeah, yeah. But oh, it's pretty sad. We had to buy a DVD, DVD player. I, I know. know we had to buy a DVD player. And then, but we've been watching Dear White People on Netflix. It's intense. It's a dramedy, maybe. Okay. Is that what that's called? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. intense. It's good, though. I feel like I've heard of that, but I, that's all I got on that. Yeah. Last book you read. Ooh. I'm a big reader. Okay, good. Lose well. I'm going to say read loosely because I listened to it on Libro. No, that counts. All your books 100% count. Okay. Yeah. I listened listened to it um, on Libro.fm and it was Chris Gethard's Lose Well. Amazing. Cool. Yeah. We'll link to that for sure. Mm -hmm. Last one. How can people find out more about Aaron? No, overall. Sorry. Um, they can go to my website, which is lingofitness.com, or find me on Instagram at lingofitness. Um, yeah, that's yeah. it. Facebook, Lingo Fitness. What about even locally? Where can they find Oh, they can find me at Exemplar Fitness on James okay. Island. Mm-hmm. Great gym. I've met mm-hmm. um Jason. Right. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, good deal. Guy. Yeah. Good gym over there. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks, Aaron, for coming on. Thank you this for was, having this me. This was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. Thanks everyone for listening to Healthy Charleston Podcast. Don't forget your body is resilient, strong, adaptable. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, we would love for you to give us a five-star rating in iTunes and please share this information. Take a screenshot. We are on Instagram at Healthy Charleston. Take a screenshot. Put it on your story, whatever you want to do. We love sharing this information. The more people we can get it out to, the better. Get them fit. Get them moving. Um, Because believe it or not, you too can change people's lives. The podcast.